It's getting hard to figure. Hi everyone, I'm here with Greg Potter. And I'm here with Dina Nina Martinez. And you are listening to the, the Dina, Dina and Greg, Greg Show. Show. On this fun episode, we get to find out who Dina's new husband is. He lives in LA. <laughs> uh, we learned about booby trapping. I happen to, to learn more about the Kardashians that I really don't want to know, and I'm trying to get rid of that. And I'm snow fatigued. Snow fatigued? Snow fatigued. It's snowing a lot. It's I want no fatigued. more snow. Snow to the snow. If there's white stuff, I don't want it to be cold. <laughs> or all over my car. It doesn't go Or all well. over my car. Or in my hair. Or on my just, eyelashes. Just one place. <laughs> Just one place. <laughs> I need a receptacle. <laughs> Is there a trash bin large enough? <laughs> There's not a trash bin large enough. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm finally with you. You are finally I'm with me. I'm finally <laughs> present in the room. Be be present. Are you are you feeling? I'm feeling something. No, that Feel- sounds weird. <laughs> that, did, that did sound weird. Oh. Are, are you feeling in the oh. moment? Oh, I finally am. It's taking all day to feel in the moment, though. Yeah. Like you and I, like you and I, never bring each other down ever. And, and you then we- you came into the office and you're like, I'm doing okay, and I'm like, I'm. <laughs> Doing as good as I can be. <laughs> like we're never like that. We're never at the same place. But somehow that was twenty five minutes ago. And now and now the internet is getting us. And now it is getting us. <laughs> aren't, aren't you guys so excited? We sound like we're a lot happier than we really are. Like I literally <laughs> <laughs> was in the office earlier and then I had to go walk the dogs and I lay my head up under that mantle like behind my desk and I cried for about three minutes and then I was like okay <laughs> and I came in and I was listening to some church music that you it wasn't on church for me. music it was Maria McKee she's a she's an amazing artist and she's now my friend and I love her so much oh Maria McKee <laughs> what church she is she just, performing in she, next <laughs> she did sing on a album in the 90s with like Hosanna or Maranatha music or something so I mean but she's really she's not churchy at all she's so hi we both hey. had pretty big weekends we do and we're recording this on a Monday, which we yeah. never record on Mondays. We don't. But we're going to get it to you on the same day, I think. Ish. Maybe not. Well, <laughs> well, it'll be like last week. Like, I think <laughs> I think you and I are realizing that once every two weeks is probably the more practical way. Especially once like we both start traveling for all of our stuff. <laughs> right? We're like, ambitious. I, 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 we are ambitious. <laughs> Um, so what, I mean, how do we like, this is so like, everything's just about, everything's about to switch, but I'm in that space where everything feels really hard and arduous. And like, I've cried a lot this week and it's not like winter crying because like, (laughs) there's a difference, you know, there's a difference. (laughs) Greg, Greg has been the recipient of my winter crying calls. (laughs) And I'm like, this is not winter crying. This is like, this is like, I'm sick of winter, but I need to make this shit work. Right? Oh my gosh. And it's supposed to snow more this week. I've had to drive to Charlottesville on Wednesday 
and I have to work around the snowstorm. No. Oh, anyway, but that's that's no snow talk. What no did I say talk. in the lobby or in our office? No <laughs> snow talk. No snow talk. No, because we're so, snow fatigued. But we're, we're going to talk about fatigue I am later. Snow fatigue. Snow fatigue. Snow fatigue. Tell me about your weekend. Um. So I. What? what I. I <laughs> well, I'll talk about my weekend while you find your words. You tell. I, words are hard. <laughs> I was up in Green Bay. Um, our guest, who is coming on later, he uh, brought me in as a guest to this amazing wine and cheese festival or wine and cheese taste of wine and cheese in Green Bay. It was so cool. It was a re- it was an ex- excellently executed event that made a lot of money for the Boys and Girls Club of Green Bay County or whatever county they're in. Um, anyway, but it was so fantastic. And then on Saturday, with the exception of a little trouble from Robert. Robert, uh, season five listeners, is what we call gout. This is season six. <laughs> season six. So, <laughs> But season, if you happen see, to listen to season five. Season five was like one or two episodes. I think it's somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then I ran the Green Bay Bloody Mary bar crawl. And there's nothing like having 800 of your best Bloody Mary drinking friends on 13 buses drinking over 220 cases of beer at 14 bars for five hours. Oh, my God. It was There was a moment where this woman leans over to our friend Christine and says this to her. Oh, we are, huh? And then Christine whiplashes her head around and looks at us like, what did, what did she just say? And then suddenly Christine leans back to maybe like give her, give her the benefit of the doubt. And then she hears, oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then Christine looks at me again. So we go on with our lives and this woman's still drinking and we're like, we did this to her. Like we did this to her. <laughs> this is and so then, nobody's fault but your own. Right. And so then the bus is coming because it's getting the end of the day and everyone, they know that they have to manage their time. And so they've got to get on the bus to and get to where they ended or they began to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in perfectly clear English, we hear, okay, bitches, we got to get on the fucking bus right now. The same girl. The same girl. (laughs) You're magical. It's that. um, She had the power of Jesus inside her. (laughs) So anyway. hilarious. It was fantastic. The only bad thing about this weekend was I had a hardcore diva moment. Oh. So anyone who knows me knows that if I people too much and don't have enough, like, Greg time, because obviously I'm a huge extrovert, but I still recharge a lot of ways like an introvert. And so if I people too much... And people are getting in the way of me just trying to do my job. I snap. And I snapped. Not horribly, but horrible enough that someone got affected by it who was not even the instigator of it. (laughs) And he'll be our guest today. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Was it like the the time you snapped and you were just like, I just want to... Dance. Oh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. I just want to like, dance. Just come into the VIP area, bitch, and calm down, and we will dance. Oh, that was a blessed <laughs> night. Blessed <laughs> night. You and me, the only two at the VIP at the moment. <laughs> and I'm just like, why am I in here? There's that one I hot just guy. just want to dance. <laughs> There's that one hot guy that was there. Uh, no, but it was, was not like that. This is, you know, when I people too much. And then I know I'm when you people. Completely empty. And then someone, and I feel guilty if I have to tell someone no, and... And so, anyway, but it was all good. We ended up at dinner. Um, dinner was crazy with these little, like, s- stick-on googly-eyed eyeballs. 
and everyone who was participating with the bar crawl was full of these eyes because we all had dinner at this restaurant. The best part of the dinner. Like okay. you were eating eyeballs? No, no, sticking them to us. I'll show you pictures. Anyway, so we had eyeballs all over us. But the best part of this dinner ever, and then I'll, con- I'll let you continue with your weekend, was we get into this very packed pizza restaurant. Somehow I got the decision to make – dinner plans even though i don't ever eat in green bay and christine kind of was pushing and like i didn't know so we ended up at this pizza restaurant where i thought my assistant had made a reservation for 16 of us nope never happened because she did not tell us that we cannot make reservations so we get in there we put our name on the list and i'm like we gotta have something to drink anyone who's ever met me and christine is we like to drink Mm -hmm. like we especially if it's work related we like to drink right so Christine goes, just go ask ask the hostess, who's probably 80, if you can just buy a bottle of Chianti from her in five glasses. Because <laughs> we're waiting for everyone else, so there's a small group of us. And so I get up there, and I finally get her attention, because it took me like 10 minutes just to say, I'm Greg, I've got a party of 16 coming in. I get her attention. And that's a very quick sentence. That took 10 minutes to yeah. say? No. <laughs> 10 minutes? To... <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> and so I ask her this. And I hear no. I hear no loud enough that I know that I'm not getting any wine before dinner. I hear no loud enough that I turn around Christine, and Christine is also her no. And the other 20 people in the lobby, I use the word lobby loosely because it's like a five-by-five area that's like jam-packed, they all heard a hard no, too, and we're laughing about it. And then we hear, what kind of wine did you want? And so then we got, and so we all cheered uh, over the wine. <laughs> anyway, the joyous moment—the joyous moment of an evening. That's that's what you would call in a movie a meet cute. <laughs> Me and my new friend. You met your new eighty-year-old friend who was like hard no, but we'll get you wine. Right. <laughs> she just needed a glass too. <laughs> right. I'll call her Peg. Peg. Oh, Peg. I love Peg. So, yeah, that was my weekend. Awesome. Relaxed yesterday. Well, so, like, last week, Thursday, I had a show with Lake Cougar. <gasps> yes, and I missed it. Oh, Sorry. I was thinking, no, we have not fine. done a show since you, your students had their, uh, you had the, uh, the showcase, showcase yeah. which was amazing, by the way. Right? If you're in Madison and the next time that... Uh, Lady, Lady Laughs Comedy March. is doing one of their classes, and they have a showcase. Go check it out. March 7th. These, on my birthday? Oh, Mother Hubbard. How are you going to be at my birthday dinner and at your showcase at the same time? Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, yes, Dina and Greg listeners, you are in it. You are listening to our first fight in a while. A long time. Oh, shit. Oh, what are we going to do about this, girl? How about you come to the party? No, dinner plans. Hi, we're doing the whiskey dinner that I spent a ton of money drunk at one of my other clients' events. (laughs) I don't know, Greg. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Listeners, this is what you call shade. (laughs) Too bad you can't see it. Oh, I feel like (laughs) such an asshole now. I don't drink whiskey, though. I don't care. I'm turning 39, an age that you've seen a few times. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> oh, mother. It's fine. We're moving Shit. on. Shit. Oh. I... Everyone's listening with bated breath. 
<laughs> is this now going to be called the Greg Show? <laughs> we'll talk about this later off air. Oh, because I have some so choice words for you. Words I'm that so I won't even share on the Dina and Greg Show. Oh, Greg, I feel like a horrible person. You just feel like one. <laughs> I'm looking at one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We really don't hate each other this much. We don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's oh, not fine. Uh-oh. No waterworks on the Dean and Greg show. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to. Now that you said it, I'm just going to start bawling. <laughs> I'm very emotional lately. I'm so sorry. Let's um, look. So I had. Lake Hookers was great. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Lake Hookers. Um, it was so Lake Cougar is a troupe of women who do burlesque that are over 35 and it was just killer. There's like this 50 something year old that did. Oh my God. I was just so like, I'm so jealous of her body and she looks so, she looks so old Hollywood. Like this is a group that you need to see if you get also in addition to the showcase, um, because you're not all invited to my birthday on March 7th, so you might as well go to the showcase. <laughs> um, I if just you got get disinvited. Chance, if you get to see Lake Cougar, like, yeah. oh and my gosh. This was the fifth year, and um, my set was great, and it was so fun, and everybody just had a blast. It was so killer. Um, and then I taught two classes yesterday, and somehow scheduled a class, um, showcase during your birthday. Okay. But, so I feel so terrible about that. <laughs> like, this show is so boring. Everybody's like, I'm tired of hearing you guys spat. You're like lovers. And I'm like, we're not non sexual life partners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you are in Madison or Milwaukee, we are starting a level one stand up comedy in both cities. And, uh, well, one starts on February 26th and the other one in Madison. And then the other one starts on March 3rd in Milwaukee. And I'm so excited about that. So please sign up. Go to ladylovescomedy.com. Or uh, Facebook.com <laughs> slash other thingies. Lady Laughs Comedy. Well. Oh, God. I'm such a dick. No, we're moving on. Okay. Um, so uh, what are we going into now, Greg? So, so she. Do we? I don't really have a lot for so, so, so she today. I, you know, I have I just a, got the Kim Kardashian thing. Couple of things. Oh, that's a lie. I lied. <laughs> Listeners, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a liar. Who's going to trust you? Who, right, I'm never going to find a husband. <laughs> Although, <laughs> that's a story for another show. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and this does not have anything to deal with Vietnam. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to start with the first one since I already dropped it down. So apparently Kim Kardashian, there's rumors that Kim Kardashian, you know, I don't even like the Kardashians. So I don't even know how this came across my my eyeline. Anyway. But Kim Kardashian, there's rumors that she has a boyfriend. Your guy line? My guy line. My, my gay line. That's how it came, because my gay line. My gay line caused it to get into my guy, my eye line. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm trying to find it. So, apparently, um, no one thinks this email, had, this website does so much pop-ups. I hate pops up. Don't it's pops cosmopolitan. Up. How did I even get on this website? <laughs> it's Cosmotine. <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently there's rumors that she has a Northwest boyfriend, and she's pissed off. We a Northwest. I don't want to see memes about it. I don't want to see like it's uh, like, like why would she have like 
a Northwest boyfriend? What I mean, that? if I was married to Kanye West, I'd have a boyfriend too somewhere. I don't if know I were if married were, to I don't Kanye... know if it'd be in the Northwest, right? Oh, someone in the Northwest? Yes. Okay. So it wasn't like their child Northwest had a boyfriend. Oh, that's probably what this means. I'm so confused. <laughs> I hate that I know their children's name or child names. The other ones I don't know, but. That's exactly what it is. Northwest. There's rumors that Northwest has a boyfriend. Oh. I just saw a couple memes on it, and That's... I didn't get it. Because I don't get the Kardashians. But why is that taking up space on my social media? I, what? What is – there's so many things that take up space on our social media that shouldn't take up space okay, now on our that social media. All of our listeners realize that I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to the Kardashians. What do you have? I've got uh, – so on Saturday Night Live – uh, Don Cheadle was on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Don Cheadle? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Um, okay. And, and he had a t-shirt that said, protect trans kids. And it's been going around, and I think that's so rad and so awesome. And thank you, Don Cheadle. I didn't watch Saturday Night Live this weekend, but that's what I kept seeing. Um, I love that. We are getting ready for um, we're getting ready for imposter syndrome, the imposter complex right. conversation. At the uh, social forum, social change forum. It's my forum, and I can't even say it right. The social change forum on the twenty eighth, and from the Grammys, one of my favorite sets of Instagram posts was from Michelle Obama, and it was from her mom. And she says, "I guess you were a hit at the Grammys." And she responds, "I'm sitting here with Valerie, and this text is so typical. You, did you watch it? Uh, I saw it because Gracie called me." Did you meet anyone, any of the real stars, or did you run right after you were done? I told you I was going to be on it. And she, mom replies, no, you didn't. I would have remembered that even, even though I don't remember much. And then they laugh. And she's like, I thought I told you. And I am a real star, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle Obama. <laughs> she's like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> she goes to Hair Lounge, and she's like, I'm... Michelle Obama. Right? <laughs> Hair Lounge does not exist anymore. Um, there is a friend of mine on our so so she. Her name is Jen. Um, let me find her. She's on um, Instagram. And she posted... So, Jen, uh, the story behind Jen, uh, it's M-K-E Jen, J-E-N. Uh, she lives in Milwaukee, and she she actually is married to a guy I met on Tinder. <laughs> and I actually married them. So, like, during the ceremony, I was like, uh, the reason we're all here is that John and I met on Tinder. And coincidentally, John and Jen met on Tinder. Tinder, and I'm here marrying them now. <laughs> so she's doing a lot of needlepoint, and she's doing. I want you to see this because it's so killer. And now, of course, I can't find it. <laughs> she's doing a needlepoint of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I, for some reason, can't find it. But it's so awesome. That's hilarious. It's so good. Well, yeah, find it and post it on our. Facebook page. Yes, so. for sure. Okay, so I've been in love with some different memes lately. And um, one that I came is, okay, so backstory. I didn't really know what Spill the Tea was. 
What? Until, no, but this was until last year. I was with my group from University of Arkansas in Northern Belize. And then this, these girls are like, okay, you've got to spill the tea. It's been the end of the trip. We know you lived in L.A. We know you lived in Vegas. Spill the tea. And so I did. And I learned all about it. Anyway, but on Best of Grinders Instagram, it was, yes, bitch, spill that tea. And it's a bib for your tea to be spilt on. <laughs> Like very literal. I love literal shit. I do too. Um, uh, so one one. Are you done with that? Yep, I'm done with that. One yep. thing that I posted uh, after watching the Grammys during the Grammys. Also, I was on my meds. I was I was high, and <laughs> because it's Christine not legal in America and Christine in Wisconsin. Christine messages me, bitch, you gotta watch the Grammys. And I was like, oh, I forgot that they were on. That never used to happen to me, but now I'm like 90 and I smoke pot, so I'm sitting there smoking pot, and it kicks in right when we start watching and texting back to each other. And <laughs> And I posted this on my Instagram, but I also deleted because it had so many, like, typos because I was stoned. But it was like, you know, Megan Trainor is kind of like that cousin that won all the pageants when she was a kid, but you low-key don't think she was really going to make it. Still. <laughs> like, she looks like that little, that totally. brat cousin. That's exactly who Megan Trainer is. It's exactly who she is. Oh, Megan And Trainer. you're like, she still is not going to make it. Like, she's still not going to make it. She has albums. She was at the Grammys. I still don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> she's now resorted into, like, like singing back up in people's videos now. Or she's got, like, backing tracks from pop songs from the 90s that she sings. <laughs> So my last so-so-she is dedicated to Valentine's Day last week. I love it. And it's kind of a little poem, but it's got two little cute girls on there. And it says, Peggy had a Valentine... Oh, sorry. Let me say it again. Peggy had many Valentine's Day cards, while Viola, Viola only had one. Peggy's a whore. <laughs> I hope you were all whores. Snaps to Peggy. Snaps to Peggy. So my last so-so-she is um, from... Atheist Republic on Facebook, and it is a protester that says it has a board on his you know sandwich board that says homosexuality homosexuality is an abomination to God Almighty, uh, and then it says Leviticus, and then there's another lady with a unicorn hat on, some crazy ass leggings, and some sunglasses that says never misses a gay event, pointing to the guy. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's uh, um that reminds me of the one from years ago with the guy in the corduroy. And the corduroy is a sin too, bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorite of all times. Aw. Okay, so uh let's go ahead and run into our Is that really news? Is that really news? Is that really news? Is that really news? Okay. I've just let's got a couple start, stupid, idiotic things. I've got some good ones. So let's start with, it was Valentine's Day. And did you hear what the uh, El Paso, Texas Zoo did? Oh my God, I don't know if I want to know. So the El Paso, Texas Zoo took cockroaches that you could um, name after your exes. Okay? So you could get a cockroach and name it after your ex. Like you sponsor a cockroach, right? <laughs> it's so weird. And then they put like you, they put the name of your ex on this cockroach or something like that. And then they fed it to the meerkats. 
<laughs> so it's like this ultimate revenge. You know, that's my ex. That My ex is a cockroach and a meerkat ate your fucking ass, bitch. <laughs> Is that what? really news? That's, is that really news? But it's fucking entertaining. It is. Um, my first one. Speaking of cockroaches, from the sun, it has bizarre. It's just it's this weird, just like filler post of bizarre photos of oddball characters shared online, just to show how really weird the internet is. And one of them is a bunch of people dressed up as cockroaches. Um, <laughs> how fortuitous, so, right? But not just. There's, like, little kids in here. Like, they're dressed up <laughs> as cockroaches. Anyway, but it's just a fun, a bunch of fun, vi- like, pictures to look at. Very odd, like, the camel toe boots. and Those camel toe boots were so good. <laughs> some man reading underwater and some guy uh, putting peanut butter on his head to look like a wig. Like, why? Like... Why would you do that? That's so hard to get sun, out. The sun, I know it's the sun, but I'm just saddened <laughs> that this is our world uh is like, that really news <laughs> oh it's so not real news i just can now i'm thinking about the horrible article that i read this morning about how many species have been went instinct in the last 30 years and i'm thinking we're stupid we're so next we are so next <laughs> why are i mean we should be we should be a little faster but that's <laughs> Anyway, what what do you what's next? The next is that really news is this is so good. It's from the AP and it happened on February fifteenth. Home investor finds staircase booby trapped with a knife. What? So this guy's investing in real estate, right? So he and his crew are there, they're trying to get they're looking at it, and then all of a sudden one of the guys sees this little string, this line, fishing line on the staircase, right? And then he was going to go up to it, and the dude's like, hey, no, wait. They took something and triggered it, and it there was a crutch that had a knife Shut up. taped to the crutch that would have hit a person in their face if they would have been walking up that staircase. The back of the knife or the blade of the knife? <laughs> it does not specifically say. But Why would I ask something like that? <laughs> Obviously, the hand of the knife knocks them in the face. They're like, oh, that hurt, but uh, it didn't kill me. But, like, no, it was probably pointed I mean, towards I know. The... I'm trying to have hope that someone's not that horrendous. Why, why would like, you do that? Like, that's... did you get evicted from your house and you're like, I want some motherfucker to die? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just very, very saw. It's very saw. <laughs> like, it's very, I mean, we're morbid, but, like. We we are a little morbid, but that is that's fucking morbid. that's real. I mean, so the moral of the story is: watch out for fishing line. Right. <laughs> Look at every staircase you ever walk up. Oh, or walk down. Or I mean, we've all seen down. Home Alone. <laughs> right. The last comment it was in Philadelphia. The last comment was the best comment though, and it said it said it's just like. Home Alone, Philly style. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that's scary." And I it is scary. Well, I'm going to go from that to something else a little scary. Okay, so I, I opened up this in my Google search to find something for is that really news? I came across TSA's re- TSA releases video of weird finds in 2018, and it's got the top ten finds that TSA has confiscated over this last year. They're all pretty morbid. There's a lot of blades and grenades and, like, 
Yeah, and I don't know if some people thought it was a joke, but that's a dumb joke because it's going to get you in yeah, a lot of trouble. for sure. So, yeah, but the best, the funny thing that I thought was hilarious was a huge pair of scissors. Like three foot scissors, right? Like scissors that you <laughs> and they weren't like they weren't like dangerous scissors. They were like if they were a smaller version, they would have been children's scissors that they... only cut that only cut safety like, scissors. Yeah. Like they look like those scissors that you cut big ribbons with yeah. at ribbon cutting ceremonies, but still like, could only cut construction paper, right? Totally, <laughs> or barely ribbon, but you had to already have it perforated. <laughs> and then the other one was that hand, that glove. Uh, the Freddy Krueger or the Freddy Krueger glove, like, yeah, that's a little weird. That's weird. Like who, who? I mean, but also crafty, right? <laughs> like, like is that on someone's Pinterest, right? There was like I saw this too, and there was like an antique bomb, and I'm like, how? Why are you people thinking that? It, Check that shit. Why? <laughs> why does it have to go on the plane right? with you? <laughs> and dynamite like what like what is going but through the your dynamite mu- was on like some old receiver like radio receiver <laughs> like not like uh a cb but like an old like am fm radio like a boombox <laughs> that had the big silver like you had to dial <laughs> perfectly to get 94.9 <laughs> it's a boombox get it yeah oh, oh it is <laughs> i'm finally catching up to that joke it was a thinker. It was a thinker. Um, the last one I have, and it's really, uh, I'm fascinated with this. So in Germany, there was a town that had an invasion recently uh, of Smurfs. <laughs> so uh, nearly 3,000 Smurf red hair or red hat, blue makeup, people dressed as Smurfs, went to this town in Germany uh Lockeringer, um, I'm probably not saying that correctly, On <laughs> near the border of Switzerland, they had strict rules in order to be counted. Participants couldn't show any non-blue skin. They could dress as Papa Smurf with his trademark red cap and white beard or Smurfette with blonde hair and a white skirt or dress. Normal Smurfs were okay too, but some characters like the evil wizard Gargamel were strictly off limits. Only Smurfs. Only Smurfs. Would you participate in that? I don't know. I kind of want fun. to. It's kind of like, okay, remember like a long time ago when I was working for that company that had, was the uh, adult, I was working for an adult company. Well, one day we went through, <laughs> we went through. An adult company. We went through this like, whole process of looking up you know, weird. thinking that you were a madam, right? Know, right. That I was not. But we went, my friends and I in the office were looking up weird porn. And and Smurf porn was one of the ones that we looked up. And this just reminds me of like a 3,000 Smurf porn bukkake party. Like it's just. <laughs> that was the same day that you texted me and said, oh my God, amputee porn. Yes. <laughs> so wrong. I'm changing the subject now. Okay, thank you. That just went too far. Okay, my last one for Is This News is. What's the deal with that weird dating coach shuttle bus driving around Los Angeles? <laughs> what? So, yeah, perhaps you've seen the, this is I know we're not in LA at all, but it's a little creepy and funny. Perhaps you've seen the shuttle bus around town. It says dating coach in handmade letters on the side and looks a little bit like you might get murdered in it. That's the one. Curious what kind of dating advice the owner 
might dole out, we reached out to find out the man behind the van. Well, his name is Zach, and he calls himself the Gale Interrupter. What? And he bought the, sh- the, the shuttle bus from a, sec- a second hand from a nursing home so he could live an unconventional lifestyle and travel around and freak people out a little bit. <laughs> I think we found your husband. I mean, I've always wanted to have a – I wanted to live in a shuttle bus. Um – or ba- uh, you bus. Wanna, you I want a school bus. I want a school bus. So, I mean, maybe you guys can compromise. And you both like to freak people out. So did he look I mean, hot? you're a little creepy. <laughs> he doesn't have a picture of him. Oh, man. Josh? Zach. Zach. <laughs> Gosh, you can't even remember your husband's name. Some white boy. <laughs> How do we know he's white? I mean, that's a white, that's a, that's a white person name. <laughs> And not really. That's really a white person. It right? really is. That's a creepy white straight right. man thing to do is to buy a shuttle it bus is. from a nursing home. I mean, he's two steps away from not being called Girl a Girl Interrupter <laughs> is like a porn movie. <laughs> not a good one. Not a good one. Not one that like. There's... It's like a guy who dates really depressed women. <laughs> Suicidal women. Like, it's just weird. (laughs) Oh, we just went into a weird space. Um, I think it's time that we get focused. Oh, God. Onto our topic. And we can bring in our guest. Perfect. Why did we get so serious? I don't know. (laughs) We were talking about inappropriate porn. We were. (laughs) Taking back the woman's movement and social change 30 years I'm sorry. I feel like you should ask me for consent next time. <laughs> consent is important. It is. It is. Okay, well then, okay. I think we'll be back in just a moment with our guest. And I think we can go into what you're watching after that, too, with with our guest. Yes, that's a great person okay. to go into it with. All right, we'll be right back after this. Awesome. Slight break. 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 Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, thanks for having me. You're our wine friend. (laughs) (laughs) Our wine friend. Generally speaking, I hear that I'm everybody's friend when I enter the room (laughs) a lot. Aww. And if I drank, I would be, like, more excited. But I love that you're... I love that you're... And more exciting. She was a lot more exciting when she drank. It's true. I want to just stay in bed with my dog all the time now. (laughs) Um, I remember this quote, she drank a lot, was about you. Yeah, it was about me once. <laughs> Not me or Christine. It was you. I do say that about you guys quite often, though. We do drink a lot. Y'all drink a lot. Um, welcome to Wisconsin. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to get in. Wait, you tell me what we're doing, Dina. You well, had... since, since we have Jeremy here, I thought we'd do what you're watching together. Thank- Fantastic. I have actually, so, what you watching? Oh my God, that's so, that was so aggressive. <laughs> I did it because. What you watching? <laughs> yeah. um, first of all, a question before I we get into what, what you watching. Uh, you sent me a text this weekend about Shonda. Were you talking about Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. This recent, most recent Grey's Anatomy? Um, probably. I think the I Valentine's might be Day behind. One? I think I might be behind, but I just remember I was crying again. <laughs> I cried a lot the last two episodes. Yeah. The last one was Valentine's Day. Did you get to that one? 
with all the different types of loves and no i'm behind uh, one well well our friend shonda (laughs) i'm like damn you shonda rhymes for making me cry again oh my gosh well jeremy what you watching uh, you know, I often find myself on really weird schedules. So what I'm watching, you know, while it's conducive to Netflix or Hulu, uh, you know, it's usually with wine in my hand, dare I say. Yay. And yeah, I cuddled up with a cat or two at night. And now I'm sounding like a really old Did lonely person. Did we say person, our but... wine friend, Jeremy, or a lesbian friend, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of both. Um, yeah, you know non-timely related things I often watch. I mean, I, I've really kind of become a student of the Food Network, and I say that very honestly as a student of the Food Network. I mean, we watch it for entertainment, but at the same time, uh, I've taught myself how to cook a lot based upon shows like Chopped and and things like that and Bizarre Foods and exploring those. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of like powering through a lot of the new episodes of uh, the last season of Chopped that are out there now because – Martha Stewart is now present, and say what you will, she is somebody that I actually do look up to, culinarily speaking. And so, yeah, I've 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 liked her quips. Inside and... traderly speaking, yeah. <laughs> so there's I that. Mean, she knows her stuff, and that's why, that reason why she became famous because she knows her stuff. Like, let's be honest. Like, and she's also a really good manager. <laughs> In the micromanager, yes. uh, authoritarian kind of way. <laughs> Right. I mean, I refuse to make all of my own ingredients and or grow them and source them and, you know, let them hang dry. And I just don't have room and time for that. But, yeah, I do. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate and in her insight and watching her on that show. Uh, and again, so I've, I've kind of been powering through that because it's for me, it's the dead season of there's no sports really that I care to watch on TV for a month. So <laughs> there are no sports on that I care to watch ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm an NBA fan when my Bucks do well in Milwaukee, but, you know. Aren't just, they doing well? They are. They are. But that's only, you know, two hours of programming every couple of nights. So that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't fulfill the need. <laughs> Maybe we should have done what you watch them before, Jeremy. <laughs> right. <laughs> wah, wah. So I started watching the Lorena Bobbitt. I was thing avoiding that. Totally. And now, of course, you're the one that's bringing Well, and the life. reason is because I was at the gym and, like, she was, they were doing an interview with her. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so fascinating. And I remember, like, I remember thinking at one point in time, God, that would have made my life so much easier. <laughs> Somebody would have cut mine well, off. But <laughs> but it was also so. You had cul- to betray a woman. Fair. It was also so culturally fascinating at the time. And hearing, um hearing like Whoopi Goldberg talk about what was going on during that time, what, what Joy Bayer was talking, you know, what was, what was happening with them at the time, what was happening in pop culture and the way it was covered. Like well, penis actually became okay to say on news because of that. For what I think of with that, with the Lorena Bobbitt story is that was the beginning of our the hardcore beginning of our twenty four hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. Like then came the OJ trial, and then like and then it sped up a little bit. But then nine eleven, and like it's been constant media in our face since then. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm not going to give Lorena Bobbitt that much credit. I I <laughs> I have my like I I sat there and watched John Wayne, and I was like I don't. 
necessarily think that you're that interesting. Um, I don't know. John Wayne Bobbitt, not yeah. John Wayne the gun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he really took he took that on as something that really made him. You know, gave him a slide of a, a, a bit of a career. Did he do a porn? He did porn. He yeah. did like he toured with like speaking tours and just went to bars and stuff and sold his t-shirts there. Like <laughs> it became a like I got my dick cut off. Here you go. Let's talk about it. You know, and it was it was really interesting and weird. Like he was really handsome. You know, and she was at she was like the ultimate scapegoat. First of all, because she was a woman, and second of all, because she cut his penis off. Third of all, because she was Latina. And everybody was like, oh, she's a hot-headed Latina, you know? Just feeding into the stereotype. Right. Ugh. So it was. it's really interesting to look back at that. Um, why aren't we telling – why aren't we telling – why aren't we selling T-shirts uh, that say, I helped her get her penis cut off? <laughs> maybe that or will help. Maybe we can say, I bought Dina a vagina. I like that better. <laughs> And then we get a everyone gets a matching pair of vagina pants. Yes. So, um, for a five thousand dollar donation, you also get the vagina pants. <laughs> on a serious, well, we can't really get those because Patty won't make them for you. Damn it! Ugh. Patty, Why won't she make them? She told you she can't find a pattern. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my stepmom we're talking about. I don't need a pattern. I was um, gonna say, you know, pattern is mother nature in that respect, right? <laughs> right. Well, or. <laughs> but she's a perfectionist, Trish is. So, okay, I'm going to talk about something serious about what I'm watching, and then yes. I'm going to hopefully ignore everything else you say. Aww. I was <laughs> I was catching up with Bill Maher yesterday because I had just a very relaxing day, and Bill Maher's uh, interview with Rahm Emanuel was amazing. Really? Yes. If you don't, if you don't know who Rahm Emanuel is, he's the mayor of Chicago. He was also the keynote or the speaker at my graduation in, in grad school. Anyway, he was on there and he gave just an amazing analysis of where the Democratic Party is and what that needs to happen. And it was fantastic. And I think awesome. everyone should watch it. Liberals like it. and conservatives. Like, it was a great, like, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, because he doesn't give a fuck because he's leaving in May. Right. Like, right. You know, Did he address, like, the, the size of the pool of candidates that have already come forward for the? Yeah, he went into it. And he's like, he's he talked about the equation of what happens in these moments that there is, as everyone's racing to try and become the nominee, someone is clearly going to come ahead that no one's thinking of, and they will be our next president. That's what he went mm-hmm. in this, and he said it much more eloquent than I did. But and so it, is he throwing his hat in the ring? No, he's, he was very clear about like he's like, nope, like this is not this is not my time. This is not what I want to go for. So and then the panel was fantastic, and John Legend came on because John Legend's new sh- song released, um, where the video is really getting into uh, high school shootings, mm-hmm. and so they talked about all that, and it was very it was a great show. But that interview with Ron Emanuel. Yeah, and then I watched, of course, John Oliver, because John Oliver's back now. Thank God. And he talked about Brexit and made some of the funniest jokes about Brexit and, like, educating everyone on it. Oh, God, that. Anyway, that's what I'm watching. I like it. (laughs) You're so serious. I have to be once in a while. I did finish Gilmore Girls finally again. 7,000 times. (laughs) I finished the Gilmore Girls again. Uh, But I'm watching A Year in the Life again. Hold on. Again. Where's your parade? Shut up. Don't be a bitch. (laughs) 
I smell what snow. Are you, what are you doing on March 7th? Uh, I know what Jeremy's <clears throat> doing on March 7th. I think I'm going to wake up and remember the 6th, and then I'm going to realize it's the 8th. That's, okay. Yeah. That's great. Now I'm being a bitch. <laughs> okay. What's, it's just for a couple hours. Do you have anything else that you're watching? Then I'll go to bed. I'm just kidding. I'll go pretend like I drink whiskey with you. Where do I put up an ad for a new non-sexual life partner? Craig, <laughs> Craigslist. Oh, no. They got rid of that. Remember? Yeah. No, that, those were the... Wait, was one? I posting in the wrong place? I think Is that so. what was happening? Oh. <laughs> okay, anyway. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. So, are, do you have anything else what you're watching? I mean, not, I'm done being I mean, an I, asshole now. No, you're not. At least for the, at least for the duration of this for show. For the five sec for for the next 5 seconds. So, our topic today, even though I don't know where we are with time, well, our topic it, today it is really doesn't matter fatigue. It is fatigue. I'm tired. I'm snow tired. <laughs> I said no more snow talk. But fatigue, reason why fatigue came up, one thing here in Madison, uh, we have so many people running for mayor and school board and alder. How many people are running for alder in our district? Three? In Christine's district? Five? Like There's like three in my district. If I get anybody knock, else knocking on my door, I'm going to scream. Anyway, but it's great. It's amazing because the candidates are phenomenal, but thankfully our primaries are tomorrow and we can have a breathing moment yeah and then my, my text messages from people that i don't know right. mostly stop <laughs> i'm still getting texts from like candidates from california and mm. then in chicago the and luxury of I'm having just... a na- number from out of state <laughs> right? i'm like oh my god um yeah i just but not only locally is there like polit- political fatigue but every Every new cycle. Okay, this is the one thing that I've noticed over this last year that I've never noticed before. Is like when big events happen, like the Grammys, we talk about them for a while, right? I they're done and over and and Trump. Like that that's just what it is. Like I know and the Grammys were fucking amazing. They were. Although what is her name? Cardi B should not be allowed to dance. Or whatever you call what she did. <laughs> Janelle Monet was all I had to say. Well, I mean. Between her and Anna, Ken- Monet. Anna Kendrick's dress. But, <laughs> yes. Uh, Cardi B can't dance. Why are you allowing so, but her to political pretend to dance? Fatigue. But, yeah. Also, so- <laughs> the fatigue of, like, little things like, what is an emergency? <laughs> what is an emergency? Emergency is when you got to rush somewhere. Or because someone- when you feel like you're getting a cold. <laughs> you get an emergency. emergency. <laughs> no, something I and maybe this goes back to a former life, but fatigue is in the media it, breaking news. Right? Yeah. How it's many all breaking, breaking news. right? How many breaking news alerts, updates, emails, text messages am I going to get in a day that really actually affect my life? Mm-hmm. Mostly zero. And most of them that I'm getting, I have kind of an idea that they're happening, which tells me that it's not breaking news anymore. We're just absolutely burying the reality of that term. Well, I mean, we're we are burying the reality of that term, but we're also like living in unprecedented times politically in this country. Like, there's never been some like things happen that are so out of the blue and weird and un 
characteristic of the office of the presidency and Congress, never before has it been something happened frequent so frequently that you're just like, what the what? How is this? Well, the one I'm tired. The one interview with Trump when he announced the emergency, and I want to I want to go larger into fatigue and not just talk political fatigue, but the one interview or the one story about Trump and declaring the emergency. He's like, well, I didn't have to do it. Yes. <laughs> but I thought I might as well, but I could. I could wait. Then it's not a fucking emergency. It's not an emergency. <laughs> and that's hopefully that will come to bite him in the, that's in the what we always l- litigation process. And yeah. You know, because he waked up, then he said, it's going to go to the District 9 court, and then it's going to move on, and it's going to. Which was. Which I, it, I'm glad that he knows the process. Right. But also, like, the only reason he knows the process is because they somebody said that on Fox News. Somebody said, it'll go to this, it'll go through that, he'll lose, he'll lose, he'll lose, and then he'll probably win in the, in the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is stacked in his favor now. Well, also, like, he also said. I didn't have to do this. That is, you're, you're admitting that it's not a goddamn emergency. It's a me thing. Every yeah. lawyer would tell you, don't say that. Every <laughs> lawyer would tell you a lot of things to not say that yeah. he says. He's kind of rewriting the book. Let's, yeah, let's be honest. Well, let's, okay, but this, I did not bring this topic up today because Ooh. to get into political stuff. I just, fatigue in general. What else do you get fatigued about? I know we hear the term decision fatigue. Around once in a while, I'm going. There's a point I'm going to this with. So, what else do we get fatigued about? New the media fatigue. I think that was a great addition. Jeremy, I'm seasonal. I I know you didn't want to mention the big it's four okay. letter word that begins with S. It's okay. Yeah, shit. I, <laughs> I get shit fatigued all the time. You're getting shit fatigued. You probably are spending too much time on the toilet. Um, but no, I, I mean seasonal fatigue, especially when you know here in Madison, we woke up to winter all of a sudden shoved in our face in the middle of January, and now it's been nonstop. Uh, it, well, it it's tired. been it's been like pummeling, and then it's been like three days of forty degree weather, and then it's been pummeling, and like I was here from. I got here at 10.30 or 10 o'clock yesterday, and by the time my first class let out at one um, thirty, like, it had probably snowed about seven inches. And then after my last class, it had probably snowed about 10 inches. Like, it was so much. I could barely get out of the parking lot. Like, I was like, I had to, and it's not a thick, it's not a heavy incline. We're both like, like, tell us more about It's not inches. a steep incline. <laughs> the, There's a big the, range between seven and ten. Oh, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, that's but, something but I can yeah. never get fatigued about. So there is weather and seasonal <laughs> fatigue. I mean, I, I could. I'm kind of like, I'm... Just oh. hydrate yourself. Just, <laughs> <laughs> with water. <laughs> I I agree with that. Like, seasonal fatigue is a real thing. Uh, another one is our poor friend Christine right now. She's been sick, and a lot of people have been sick for weeks. You know, and like maybe someone in in the studio, but like that's I can't like that sucks too. But that comes along with the seasonal and the. Uh, I'm on the verge of those words. Like I've been on the uh, verge of being sick, but I'm not sick. You know, and it, that's been exhausting. But I'm also like, let's talk about um, financial fatigue. Right, because no one wants small business owners to be good, no, or to be successful. Like it's so tough. And one of my friends By yesterday, no one, I mean the government. 
yeah, I'm like, I'm trying so hard. Like, I'm, I, you know, I'm just trying to pull things together. And things aren't bad, but they're not good, right? You know, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, and, and so, like, I'm, I'm actively trying to remember that I'm a fucking badass, you know, like, like, and, and feed myself, feed myself, knowing the things that I've accomplished. You know, like, I got through be- being unemployed for seven months in LA. Like, I can get through this. I remember those seven months. <laughs> Girl. I tried to be a prostitute. I got fired. <laughs> I tried to, you know, be in a porn movie. Nobody would hire God, me. I had like, nine months at one point unemployed right out of college, arguably my prime, and I didn't even consider it. The funny thing was, I think... But Dina, now you are actively... I mean, if, I, just, <laughs> if it came up again, let's just... I think Dina would partied more in her like seven months of like unemployment fatigue. Oh God, yeah. Like you I had were some out wonderful more than friends. I was. I was out a lot. <laughs> like I had some really wonderful friends who sponsored me for months. Like I would go to the bars and I would drink for free. Like and and I'm so grateful. Like I needed that and and I'm grateful to Jonathan Chang. I'll just say his name. Like he sponsored me a lot that w- that period of time. And I'm so thankful. Like I would not have gotten through that without his help. Plus, it was L.A. and other substances. I think were... that's the only way reason that I ever will like Bobby Trundy ever was because he was helpful during that time. He too. was helpful. So, but I still don't like him. <laughs> I like him, and I didn't think I would when I first met him. All right, but, so... So that's a different point. Um, so, wait. So, fatigue... Financial fatigue. Yes. And, and like, I'm doing everything to scramble. People owe me money. People are not getting back to me. You know, it's just all this stuff. And, and being an entrepreneur is great and beautiful and hard as fuck sometimes. So. Take my class. With well. all that, unless you have anything you. else to contribute. Well, no. I, I mean, I think this time of the year, and then we're looking at tax season directly in the mm-hmm. face. You know, in my business in wine, everybody has wine fatigue at this time of the year. Because normally stores are stocked to the gills and or over the top with what they've had for holiday purchases. All your friends have picked up everything that they need or been gifted it. And you know everybody's cutting back on what they're spending and or what they're buying if you're the end consumer. Uh, and then, like I said, with the comp- add-on tax season and add-on that most people are venturing out less at this time of the year, at least in our climate up here – it it all speaks to the same type of thing, a tightening of the wallet and, you know, really not able to go out and enjoy the financial freedoms mm-hmm. that I think a lot of us give ourselves in the summer months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's so true. With with that, yeah. with these different types of fatigue that we're mentioning then, how do we how do we like anticipate it? How do we better ourselves when we are fatigued? How do we like what are some things that we can do? To make make ourselves better besides shaking a money tree or pushing wine down people's throat, which I love. You can always do that to me. <laughs> it's never a problem. Um, uh, yeah, Jeremy's also a neighbor that lives two blocks away Whoa, with a huge wine closet. Liber. Is that what we're calling it right now, a wine closet? Sure. A cellar. It can't be a cellar. But it can't be a cellar. It's at the top of the Constellation building. So it can't be a cellar. A wine vault. Vault. I still feel like a vault's at the bottom. Just, no. We'll go with vault. Anyway. (laughs) I like a vault. How do we, how do we, how do we sustain ourselves? How do we uh, make sure that we can be healthy while we have fatigue and get out of it as soon as possible? 
Obviously, one is rest. Mm-hmm. I think we one. all suck at. Well, and another <laughs> thing is making things fresh, right? At the same time, you get fatigued when you do repetition. Mm-hmm. And making things fresh, I mean, is kind of leaving yourself open to being a little unprepared by design for some of these. Uh, taxes is not the one to be unprepared for. Uh, being uh, being unprepared for plans, out. though, in the winter. I mean, being able to grab somebody and friends or family and go make more random plans in the winter, it's it's the the energy of getting somebody else to go do something and, and, and motivate, you know. And in, in, like I said, at this time of the year, you have to find ways to make things fresh and engaging. Otherwise, you just don't go anywhere or do anything. So, That's such a good point. You have to be like the couple that's been married, the heterosexual couple that's been married for 40 years that are going to stay monogamous. But you've got to spice it up a little bit. You've got to make it fresh. I think the government can make tax season fresh by next year making it August for filing deadline instead of April. Right. If they shut down. But then they would be shut down for so much longer (laughs) because they wouldn't have any money. So you're saying it's a possibility. (laughs) Oh. uh, Uh, I I mean, I – it's hard to remember the wins that you had when you're so downtrodden, but I think reminding yourself of the places where you succeeded in the past and and reminding yourself of of your wins throughout your your life, especially in the most dank <laughs> points in your life. Yeah, I mean, I did the unemployed thing, too. I, I had nine months at one point, you know, freshly out of college, my hometown in Green Bay, knew everybody up through the mayor's office, and it was the height of the recession. It was not a fault of my own that created that reality that I was mm-hmm. competing against executive-level people for, you know, modestly entry-level positions in my career field. There was just, you know, it, but it, it still weighs on you just as heavily, mm-hmm. and having to bust yourself out of that means having to look at things at a different angle. In my case, it was looking outside of the market that I wanted to live in and work in and realize I had needs and I needed to go get those things. And staring at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know you're better than this, and it's just a matter of making yourself look at it with a new lens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think outside of employment or financial-related matters, it's a different lens, right? And that's kind of the idea with the random random activities in in winter. Put a different lens on. Something else in that you said that I want to pull out up to is because when you're talking about being unemployed for that long, you knew everyone, but you had a tribe. Like knowing your tribe, knowing who's there to support you and so like remind you of your wins, be there supportive to catch you, you know, when you can't do anything else to take you out having the tribe. My tribe's busy. Yeah, but we still support you. (laughs) It's true. I just hate being needing your support. <laughs> I have so much support. I love your support. On Valentine's Day, I posted about love, and mm-hmm. like that goes with support. Like, it's not anything that there is. It, there's an endless supply of those things. Mm-hmm. So, I can you know I can give support until the day is long. So you came and sometimes in, you actually, I will actually came into the office to when I was like I need you, I need a friend, and you came into the office and hung out with me, and that was great. Of course, drunk. Scott. <laughs> we didn't talk about this last time, yes. but yeah. Yeah, I think I like that. And our tribe is important. Like, you you guys are really, like, having you around right now is just so supportive and wonderful. And we have our internet's worldwide webs. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The interwebs. Right. That tribe. Yeah. Tinder tribe. Your Tinder I'm tribe. just kidding. I'm not on Tinder. 
We've we've established. Are you really not on Tinder right I'm now? I'm not. I'm not. I haven't been in almost a year now. Oh girl. Um, and and we've established that I'm masturbating to my vision board, right? So I'm career sexual. <laughs> I just you know it's it's great. Like things are wonderful. But I think things that, aren't bad. I think that is a coping a great coping mechanism. It is masturbating to cash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> as long as you wash your hands afterwards. Uh, well, sometimes. <laughs> Thank God that sanitizer is by my bed. <laughs> is it sanitizer? Sanitizer. Sanitizer. Anyway, uh, what you up to? What's going on? Uh, just busting it for classes, teaching people to be uh, funny. And, like, and if you need branding help, you want branding help, come talk to me. Yeah. Just I'm just Or send her a message if you're not close by. Yeah, just send me send me a message <laughs> on the Facebooks. Your workshop is virtual. Uh well the the one I did last week, which was a branding and packaging for comics workshop, which was really good. Um that was digital. Um but yeah, I will work with businesses, I'll work with personal branding, I'll work with you and help you create a cohesive and lovely brand. To present your best foot forward. Oh, heavens. Uh, Jeremy, is there anything you want to promote while you are talking to the Dean and Greg show listeners? Well, yeah. You know, in uh, those months where you have extra time and seem to, like, find yourself at home with all that extra spare energy that you don't go outside and spend, I've been uh, anxiously working on getting uh, conversations by the glass going. Uh, You'll start hearing uh, the availability to listen in to podcasts that I'll be doing. Um, much like it sounds, it is going to be, uh, with a glass in hand, uh, or a bottle of your, uh, or my guests, I should say, uh, favorite, uh, wine related beverage. Um, some of them of course may not be wine as pure as I'd like it, but, uh, ultimately no, it, wine is a really cool beverage. It's obviously a large part of my life and what I do, uh, more than anything, I like the story that comes from, uh, authentically created bottles from a point in place and time. And all of my guests are going to be those same type of individuals, too, where they're going to have an interest and a feature aspect um, that my listeners are going to get a chance to uh, hear unravel a little bit more, uh, sip by sip and glass by glass. And, you know, more glasses in means more unraveling. So. <laughs> I love more unraveling. Fair. Fair. Ooh, uh, um, uh, fantastic. We are very excited to mm-hmm. uh, promote that when you get that launched. Absolutely. Um, uh, for me, uh, February 28th is the Social Change Forum, if you're around Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, come. It's going to be an amazing day. We're, as we shared earlier, we're going to be going into our imposter complex, which is something that we all have. Even Michelle Obama, as mm-hmm. we shared earlier, mm-hmm. that's, that's stemming from imposter complex. Uh, and then this weekend, I'm at the – starting Thursday, I'm in Charlottesville, North Carolina, for the Impact Festival. So awesome. I've got some great things going on there. If you are around, it's there's still registration. So come check out what some of these amazing undergrads are doing. Um, and I'm doing a few other little things there. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, go to ladylabscomedy.com to find out what's going on um, and register for a class in Milwaukee or here. I've got two classes coming up, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be everywhere. Everywhere! Except for Greg's birthday party. Oh, I already forgot about it. I feel like such a dick. <laughs> My liver's conditioned enough to handle two people. It's all right. Um, uh, I love you so much, though. Hold on. 
I'm looking for my love for you. <laughs> it's not under my laptop. And it's not at the empty, the bottom of this empty wine glass. And it's not on Pornhub. <laughs> no. <laughs> it definitely is not there. Anyway, well, you've been listening to the Dean and Greg Show. Yeah. Soon to be called the Greg Show. Fair. So, anyway, we love you so much. Have love a fantastic you. week wherever you are. And if it is sunny, well, fuck you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight, today. That's Jeremy. to you, Jeremy. Thank oh, you. Well, thank, thank you for having me, Dean and Greg. I appreciate you. So where can people find you? Uh, conversationsbytheglass.com. And we'll be launching uh, on all the major podcast channels soon. Awesome. Woo-hoo. I love it. You can find us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Dina and Greg Show. Show. Greg with two Gs. Show. Uh, and on Stitcher, mm-hmm. iTunes, Spotify. and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at DinaandGregShow.com. That's you. Why and not add that? So we will talk to you guys later. Have an amazing week. And hopefully next week we won't have a bunch of... We won't be snow fatigued. (laughs) Snow fatigued. Snow fatigued. Bye. Bye, you guys.